Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Jules Von Hepp. Hello, I'm Sarah Powell. And welcome to Wobble, a podcast about happiness and body confidence. Because we all wobble. In this special episode of Wobble, we are recording in association with the lovely people at Boots. Um, This episode was recorded at Boots Feel Good Sessions, where we're talking all things body confidence with the most insane guest, Megan Jane Crabb, aka Body Posse Panda. It's one of those interviews, and I don't know about you, Sarah, but I just feel like she hammers in this message. Every single thing she says is gold. It's gold. Yeah. And like, I was listening to it on a walk and I had to pull in, sit down on a bench yeah. and just zone out. <laughs> I was like, I need to just connect with Megan right now. Thank you so much to Boots UK for having us. Yes. And here is Megan. Megan, welcome to Wobble! Yes, welcome! I feel so enthusiastic. Oh, good, <laughs> good. That'll dwindle. Try not to worry about that. Give it a couple of minutes, okay. Megan. Okay, we'll okay. Settle right down. Five minutes with us and that will be long gone. <laughs> um, we must start off by saying a huge thank you to Boots, the gorgeous, lovely people yes. at Boots, for creating this and letting this happen and showing us to each other, bringing us together. Yes. We must thank them for that um, because they're doing the most amazing stuff. We are both huge fans of your work, Megan. I mean, and we are so excited to have you. It's Thank such you. an absolute honour to have you on Wobble. One of the reasons that we're here is that Boots have done this amazing survey. Yes, and we're going to pick through these within the episode. One thing that we can point out about this episode is that it has been filmed. Yes. So if you're listening to Wobble and you're like, oh, I wish I could see what Megan looks like. You can, you can see her and you can see this amazing sequin jacket, yeah. which won't be on you when you leave. Yes. <laughs> I'll be having that. Are we, we going to fight? Megan, I he, think you could take he has rugby tackled people before <laughs> to get jackets off them. But look, let's die. Let's go in because th- what Boots have tried to do is get to grips with why we feel the way that we feel, like really get into what's going on. Yeah. And I mean, this is pretty awful. Only 10% of the nation say that they are fully confident in themselves, 10%. And this is worse. Less than 2% of the nation are happy with their body. Now, I would have said, I'm not happy with my body. You know, I've always kind of, body confidence and, and body image has always sort of been my thing. 2%, I was still shocked that it is so low. Are you shocked, Megan? 
I'm not really because being in the the body positive community online, I see and hear things every day. You know, my DMs are chock full of people saying how much they hate these various parts of their body. Um, So no, unfortunately, I was not surprised. I wish I was. I think there's something quite comforting if somebody's listening to this and they do hate their body that because that statistic is 2%, it means that actually we're all together on this journey and what you potentially are feeling about your appearance is not necessarily different from what somebody else is feeling. So it's important to open up the conversation about how you're feeling about your body because chances are somebody else will be feeling the same. And it is easy to think that you're the only one, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I think, to be honest, as a culture, the way that body image issues are framed, it's very much filled with self-blame and this kind of message of, well, you hate your body because you're not trying hard enough or you don't have enough willpower to change it and that's why you hate your body. It's very kind of individualised, it's your fault. And I feel that that is actually a very intentional method of high diet culture uh, to make us feel like it's on us to change it and that makes a lot of money oh Megan I feel seen yeah. <laughs> I feel seen Megan but that's true because we do the first response is well I've got to change mm-hmm. and I, you're right I'm not strong enough or I'm not good enough or I'm just not in, or I'm not worth it I think our self-worth gets caught up in that a lot like I'm not worth making those changes whatever we think we need to do mm-hmm. to change in a big way it'd be good to just start off what does body confidence what does it mean to you Megan body confidence I always say to people I would absolutely love if you woke up every day look in the mirror and feel like Beyonce that's incredible I would love that but it's more important to me that you know that you're more than your body and actually you know that how you look is the least interesting thing about you you are so much more always have been always will be so that's what it is about to me have you always been body confident oh lord no I um I started hating my body when I was five years old so really really young I was dieting seriously by the time I was 10 uh, and I struggled with eating disorders throughout my teenage years so I had anorexia when I was 14 as well and it's not until I found body positivity at 21 that I started to unpack all of my body image issues and learn about why I had hated my body in the first place and it has been a real journey that's another thing as well with social media sometimes you can get this impression that it's click I've discovered the secret I now love everything about myself it is not it's such a process and it's up and down and all all over the place there's no one fixed right I've got it because we live in a culture that is always going to tell you that you're not good enough so some days you're still going to slip so it's yeah it's been a real long journey I think that's a really interesting point people really think that body confidence and body positivity just happens overnight and it's yeah. something that you're supposed to feel because mm. oh that's what the images that I'm seeing but actually it is a journey constantly through life yeah so that moment that you had at 21 mm. Megan what was there a particular thing that happened to you that you were like the light went on there were a few things so it was summer and I had just been doing my regular crash diet ridiculous workout regime and I had hit the goal weight the this is the weight that everything's gonna be freaking perfect and amazing uh, (laughs) that I had been chasing yes we all we all have it and I hit it and I stood on the scales and I looked in the mirror and I was like (laughs) why do I still hate myself? Like, why can I still point out 10 things that I want to change here? This doesn't make any sense. And maybe I can't do this for the rest of my life. Maybe this isn't sustainable. Do I really want to be 80 years old one day and still counting my calories and hating my body? God, no, I do not. There has to be another way. And that kind of culminated um, in finding the body positive movement online. And for the first time in my life, seeing all these people of all different shapes and sizes saying, you don't have to hate yourself. There is another option. You don't 
don't have to spend your entire life trying to change your body. And that just opened everything up. Yeah. And from that moment, because you have that moment, which I think we've all had, haven't we, where we go, oh, oh yes. my gosh, it doesn't have to be like this. Yes, mm-hmm. yes there's mm-hmm. an alternative. But as, as you both have just said, it's a huge journey to then go on it, to then, because mm-hmm. that's a big ship to turn around. You oh know, my gosh. Isn't it? When you've hated and you've, yes. like you've said, you've been fixated on that goal weight. I've got to get to that because then my life will be perfect and I'll be fixed. Mm-hmm. So how, how does that start? to move do you know what how I mean? do you how start that moving mean? the yeah, ship yeah. yes also i think it's not only difficult it's terrifying yeah like straight up i was so so scared of leaving behind everything that i had ever known about my body and beauty and weight and worth i was like it would be easier to just hold on to this if i shift then then everything shifts and i think a lot of people are scared to take that jump and i completely understand that but for me it really got down to i have to deserve better than this i think that is really the first thing that I want people to realize is that absolutely all of us deserve better than spending our lives hungry and hating our bodies. None of us deserve to be taught this in the first place. And and make no mistake, we are taught it. None of us are born hating our bodies. This is conditioned into us by the culture that we live in. And we all deserve better. Our lives are about more than fitting into a pair of jeans or how we look in a picture. You always deserve better. So go get it. Yeah. Let's talk about pictures because pictures and summer is it scares a lot of people. And I know my audience with body positivity, a, a question that I get asked, and I'm sure you do too, Megan, is, well, I, I hate myself in photos when yeah. I'm up against my friends. Yeah. And when it comes to being out and in the summer, 70% of people have avoided taking a dip in the pool or going to the beach because they felt too self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's, that's <laughs> a thing. That's the thing. Yeah. I think this is also something that maybe people don't fully realize is that when you have deep body image issues, it's not just that you don't really like the way that you look. It's that you genuinely don't think you're worthy of being seen and being in the world and living your life and it can be so debilitating you know I spent summer after summer kind of locking myself indoors until I hit the goal weight and then I would wear the bikini and then I would go on holiday and then I would talk to that person that I liked because there's no way I could do it in the body that I had so and this is still happening for so many people I think for me The thing that I try to hold on to and the thing I try to tell people is that let's say you are going on holiday and you're scared to be on the beach. When you are there, you know that you're not actually just an object for other people to pass judgment on. You're not an ornament. You're not a piece of art hanging up in a museum. You are a living, breathing being. You are whole. You deserve to be there and you are there for you. You know, you're there to make memories. You're there to experience things. You're not actually there to be aesthetically pleasing to other people. (laughs) It's funny when you put it like that because nobody really cares at the same time, <laughs> do they? You know, it's like genuinely, like it's such a big deal. And I know there'll be people listening to this going, the idea of being in a swimsuit or being on a beach is just too much. Mm-hmm. And part of that is we do think everyone's looking at us. Yes. Don't we? We think every, it's all eyes on us. And it reminds me of, um, oh, the, we were talking about this earlier. There was an episode that, of Wobble that we did um, with Deacon and Blue, with Ella, who's a, an amazing outdoor swimmer. They've sort of done their own research. And a lot of new mums, particularly, and dads are not taking their kids to learn how to swim Mm. because the thought of getting in a swimsuit, especially if you are a woman who's had a baby, Mm. is just too horrifying. So that's a life skill 
that your child isn't learning to swim because of the way that you feel about your body. It does affect every area of your life, doesn't it? It affects how you enjoy a holiday. It affects how you, you know, whether or not your kids learn to swim. That's how, and I think like you said, Megan, it's easy to just think, oh, it's just about, well, I hate my tummy. Mm. So that's what it's about. But it's not. It's so much more fundamental than that, isn't it? It is. And it's even down to young people in schools. The amount of lessons that I was just glazed over thinking about what I was going to eat for lunch or how many crunches I had to do when I got home from school was ridiculous you know all these things that you could be learning and experiencing and Mm. exploring but instead your mind is so taken up by how you look and how you're going to change how you look it is so much energy Mm -hmm. isn't it and we've all sort of been through just how much energy hating your body takes yeah. i mean that must have been a big moment for you as well actually definitely when you feel like you you get that headspace back it, it, for me it felt like i could breathe yeah. again and it's amazing like the release that you get where you go oh i'm not actually defined by my body and what defines me is everything that i've achieved mm-hmm. and it's like a switch does suddenly go and it starts yeah. tipping and it's just repetition of those nice affirmations to yourself and remembering that you're not defined by your body but i still have wobbles and for me pool parties and events at summer even now even though I post pictures of myself topless online in swimwear Mm -hmm. sometimes the thought of going to a pool party is scary because of pictures and 80% of people in the UK admit to feeling self-conscious in front of the camera especially in the summer yeah 80% 80%. Megan what advice would you give to a listener who perhaps has pool parties coming or has that holiday or has that event where they're going away with the friends or the family and they know that there's going to be pictures and they're feeling very self-conscious about it I think practically getting used to seeing yourself in a photo is a skill and perhaps this is something that you can practice at home by yourself in your bedroom you don't even have to post it you can maybe just get used to seeing your body at certain angles and I think the thing is a picture from your holiday is not supposed to look like the cover of Vogue truly it is supposed to capture a memory it is supposed to be something that you can go back to and think of the feeling that you felt that day and when you get those pictures back we all have been trained to have that tendency to zoom in on whatever part we don't like whatever part we see as a quote-unquote flaw the trick is training your brain to zoom out and remember the whole moment remember what you were seeing what you were feeling what could you smell really kind of try and be present in what that picture is about zoom out it's not about whatever body part you don't like it was never about that and you deserve to have something to hold on to the actual memory of the day yeah and the zoom in is such a thing Mm -hmm. I think that so many times I take pictures of friends or families and instantly as soon as they look at the phone I'm like they're gonna zoom in and they just look and you can see in their brain they're picking through everything that's wrong with the picture and you're right it is about the actual moment and remembering like I don't think people when it was just a push and click and development film would have been like you need to develop that immediately so I can pick all my faults <laughs> like I think I think they will have just got those pictures back yeah. and be like oh what a lovely day yeah. we had yes. and it, I, I love what you said Megan about practicing at home because I think the more we see if you're somebody who avoids pictures at all costs and never wants a picture of themselves and then you see one that you perceive a bad picture mm-hmm. 
it's going to be really upsetting. If you've got 10 pictures just on your phone for nobody else's business but yours, where you are happy, yeah. that's going to off- there's going to be an offset there, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it doesn't even have to be pictures of you. I think this is where it is. It sounds so simple, but it is still so important that you are seeing all kinds of bodies and all kinds of people Amen. on your social media. Because the more different body types you see, the more you recognize that your body is just slotting right in into a spectrum of a million different ways that bodies can be and that bodies are wonderful and glorious and deserve yeah. to be celebrated. You control the scroll. Mm-hmm. We should Ooh, talk hello. Yeah. <laughs> I literally Hashtag. just thought of it and I was like, taking that, running with yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> you can have that, Megan. Yeah. Have oh, that. to you. <laughs> Thanks, I'm a trademark that. We, we should talk about social media because we've talked a lot about it on Wobble and we've talked a lot about comparison. Mm. Even with all your sort of knowledge, Megan, do you still have those moments of comparison or being triggered on social media or how, how do you avoid it? Uh, I don't so much with body image anymore. I very much still do with achievements, uh, the glamorous and exciting things that other people have been doing. I have a real um, thing at the moment with essentially uh, going to an event and I'm there. I know what's going on at the event. Maybe it's a nice enough time, but it's not freaking paradise. You know what I mean? And then I get home and I see the what the other people are posting from it and they are making it look like the most incredible life-altering experience ever. And even I can be guilty of doing that. It's very hard not to kind of play up on social media where we're going and how exciting it all is and what we're achieving and that can still get to me but you know what there's no shame in a in a bit of a mute button when you need it yes oh god that mute button but (laughs) at an event if i get home and i see somebody's posted loads of things i just think well you've spent the whole event posting capturing content probably standing on a table to get that shot and actually (laughs) i enjoyed the event and actually for me i'm i'm happier that i did that so just remember Mm. megan you weren't standing on the table (laughs) we talked i mean briefly just before we sort of came and sat down we did talk about social media Mm. and we talked about how you deal with negative comments and things like that and I loved what what you said about it because you get a lot don't you You, you've had a lot of crap over the years yes yeah what is it where does it come from I would say that the majority of my blocked list is essentially young right-wing men who just hate that a woman can be confident in herself and uh, are going to body shame and attack viciously. Also, label anything as feminist, they're coming for you. Uh, let alone if you're like happy in your body and a feminist, they they hate that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, my block list is, is pretty full of that. It's pretty full of that. But then you get to a certain point and it, it's coming from everywhere. It's coming from all angles. Just diving into your teenage years, were, did you get bullied through your teenage years? Is this something that you've been with all your life? or is this a new thing coming in of people having opinions? I'm not sure anyone gets through the teenage years completely unscathed, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I I was all right. It was more so in my kind of primary school ages when um, my body just looked a bit different to everyone else's. I was just a bit chubbier. Um, I was one of the only uh, brown people in my class as well. And I instantly realized that I was a bit different and other people realized I was a bit different for that as well. Uh, and coming into this online space, it's... It's interesting because we were talking about um, you have to develop a thick skin. On the one hand, it's a shame that you have to. No one should have to develop a thick enough skin to handle constant harassment. It's ridiculous. But you really, really do. And I think for me, it didn't take me very long to realize that generally the people who are attacking me are not people whose opinions I wish to put value in. These are not people who I wish to give the power to define me. And actually, the only person who gets to tell me who I am is me. Yes. Yes, I was glad to say. (laughs) That That was profound, wasn't it? It's like a TED talk. 
It was <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Because <laughs> um, you mentioned that you've, you've put this clever filter mm-hmm. on your posts. Because I think... Like you said, Pete, there's a lot of pressure that we're meant to be able to deal with it. Negative comments, however they come, you know, whether they're somebody commenting on your stuff on Instagram, whether it's stuff that people have to put up with at work, whatever it is and however it looks, we're sort of told, well, you've got to be strong enough. You've got to be strong enough to take it and you've got to be strong enough to get over it. and Toughen not, up. Yeah, and not take it personally. And actually, there's something really empowering and going, no, I just don't want to have to see it. I just mm. don't want to have to engage with it. And it is, it's that opting out. Out, mm. isn't it mm. for, for not sort of fully getting involved with it yes and I, I think it is unrealistic to expect human beings to deal with constant harassment actually there was a I don't know if you know Callie Thorpe mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. a wonderful plus size model anyone listening doesn't know her check her out and she uh, did a campaign a couple of years ago so she was featured in Vogue uh, as a plus size woman and was one of the first and the harassment and bullying that she got from that was obscene she got death threats she had to go to the police about it it was just non-stop I think they found out where she lived like it was just horrible and she basically stood up and said you know what I don't want to have to grow thick skin for this I don't want to have to brush it off and she started a hashtag that was humans not trolls like I'm not going to call these people trolls because it reduces their accountability these are human beings who are doing this to another human being and I refuse to kind of brush it off or take it on the chin and I think that's there is such power in staying soft because these things and existing online can make you hard very quickly can Mm. really make you quite cold because Mm. you have to build these defensives to protect yourself so staying soft and staying human is a really incredible skill yeah well there's a lovely thing that our friend lucy sheridan says if you feel it it's real Mm. and people think that just because they're reacting to a situation it doesn't mean that they're they're in the wrong for feeling something and i think it's such a strong take home because if i feel that if i'm upset by that then that's okay it's real like i'm allowed to feel that Mm -hmm. um but just to take it back to body confidence and 80 percent of the nation worrying about their stomach followed closely by their thighs and their face i mean that is is me it's me such a big statistic yeah but it's always been my tummy it's always like ever since i can remember ever since like you know you said you were little i can remember being little i can always and i can remember specifically and i've talked about this before on wobble i was 19 and i was in the gym and rihanna was like on mtv And I remember thinking, right, that's the goal. Like not appreciating at all what I looked like or my current situation. I was like, no, my stomach has got to look like Rihanna's. That's the goal. And what, I mean, where do we start? If you've got a piece of your body, if somebody's listening or me, Megan, hi, um, And we've spent so long, like my whole life, I can't imagine, I can't even remember a time where I was happy, to be honest, with my tummy. How do we start changing that relationship? Because this has been, God, this has been at least 25 years. I'm 35 now and this has been at least that long of hating it. I hear you. I fully hear you. It was always my stomach for me as well. No matter what way I was at, that was always the part. It could never be flat enough. And I I spent the majority of my adolescence really thinking if I could have a flat stomach, everything would be perfect. My real life will begin. I'll be loved and appreciated and successful and fabulous. And I think that's a thing that clearly a lot of people also relate to. And I now freaking love my belly rolls. There's a picture of me upstairs wearing a sequin crop top and and pants and I love it. I love the softness. I love the textures. It rolls like the ocean and I think that's incredible. And the way that I got there is first of all, I started 
following lots of people who were embracing their stomachs, stomachs of all shapes and sizes, celebrating it. And I had to also do a lot of work on how I was relating to my stomach. One of the big things I always say is touch. You know, I, I spent so long kind of standing in front of the mirror, literally pulling at parts of my body and thinking if I could only get rid of this and like tugging at myself mm. and being so rough yeah. with my own body, my body that carries me through every single day of my life. Here I am literally trying to pull it to pieces. And I think something that can be a really good starting point for people is to sit with your body, whether you want to do it when you're lying in bed at night or, or on the sofa in the shower, whatever, and try to touch yourself with kindness. Try to be gentle. Give your stomach a little stroke. Say things to it. Say things to it. Yeah, literally, you don't have to think you're beautiful, but you can still think, wow, the stomach. Thanks, hun. Thanks for being here. And the really, really good step to, to start with. Also, can we just bear in mind that we only hate our stomachs and any other body part because we've been taught to by a culture Amen. that profits from our insecurities. And women's stomachs are generally, naturally, they hold more fat there, which is why we've been taught to hate them because we will spend so much time and energy and money trying to change it because it's naturally going to be a bit squishier. And that is why we've been taught to hate that part, especially. I think you have one of the most delicious stomachs on the internet. <laughs> I love watching you dance. And when I watch you dance, I just sit there and I'm like, I just really want to like get in there and have a nuzzle. Like it's gorgeous. It's so beautiful. Wow, that's a new bio if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Honestly, I'm here all night, babe. <laughs> want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 
we've talked about this a little bit already, but our confidence isn't just determined by the size of our bodies. It's actually the social media thing as well. With 75% of women admit that it makes them feel unconfident because of the things that we've mentioned, the comparison. What I loved about what you said there, Megan, is that it can actually be really positive. It can actually really help. Like yeah. you said, if we're following a lot of accounts of how we think we should look and all that airbrushing and all that whatever it is, it's it can be really useful to see ourselves more, can't it? To use it in that positive way. How do you find those accounts? Like how would do we, do you know what I mean? Because we've been so used to following the celebrities or, or whoever we've been following where are those sort of pockets they're out there they are absolutely out there so um basically if you go on any instagram account there's a little arrow on people's profile page it's right under where it says their follow account and then it says message and then next to that there's a little arrow which a lot of people don't realize you click that and it will give you suggested accounts that are similar so if you went on that on my page and you click that it would probably be a bunch of body positive people who would be incredible for you to follow or you know hit up those hashtags there are some great hashtags when when uh, i came into the community we called ourselves the pizza sisters for life and you just hit that hashtag and there was all kinds of different people and that was incredible yeah and they are they are absolutely out there there's so so many I think something else that's really important to say is everything is going to look different on different days yes. isn't it for us and it is all a journey and I think there's also that trick that we get to body positivity and then all those insecurities all of those things that have ever bothered us they just melt away they just disappear and do you do you still have those moments, Megan? Do you still... I mean, I know you said less and less, but do you still have a bad day, I suppose is what I mean? Um, or a trickier day? Yeah, I can do. I, uh, whenever I have those days where I can't quite convince myself that my body is incredible, I just like to do things that remind me that I'm more than my body anyway. So I do uh, really embodied things like create, do something artistic, see people who don't give a damn about how I look, go for a walk. Things that have nothing to do with what I look like, those are the grounding things for me. Yeah, because that's it. That's what I want people to know. You're yeah. more. You're more than this. That's phenomenal. To forget about it because the temptation is to fixate, mm -hmm. isn't it, on it. So talking about your body and what it can do for you and how you kind of separate that moment of body anxiety for me I call them wardrobe meltdowns and it's when you take the clothes out of the wardrobe you maybe look at the size in the back of the clothes you start trying things on things maybe just aren't quite right and the spiral of doom starts and the self-hatred starts and I'm guilty of this even though I talk about it I'm like you know you just need to break the cycle but do you still do you experience this cycle do you have these moments where it goes and you maybe fall into this trap or is it all plain sailing <laughs> <laughs> so I generally am always on a level of body neutrality and I think that is also a great option it is not realistic to expect everyone to go from hating their body to loving the crap out of themselves every <laughs> every second of every day it's completely fine to feel neutral and I think feeling neutral is kind of just looking in the mirror and saying okay, this is what I'm working with today. I'm going to get on with my day. Uh, this is not going to take up all of my energy, whatever. Um, so that is where I'm at most days. And I think that is healthier because I'm not fixating either way. I'm just going about my life. And for me, I think I avoid falling back into the really low negative places out of anger because I spent so long putting my life on hold, not believing that I deserved a full and happy and vibrant life because of my body. I absolutely, can I say 
You yes. can say whatever you I think like. You, I think you should, Megan. <laughs> I think it's important. Cool. I absolutely refuse to spend another day of my life not living because of how my body looks. No, not happening. Fucking refuse. And and that is how I keep myself from falling back down, tapping into that anger. I mean, that's huge. Profound. That is. Because we are taught to fix it. My temptation would be, if I'm having a bad body day, I will fixate on it. I will fixate on how am I going to change it? What am I going to do? Oh my God, I've, you've done this again. You know, that mean voice, that inner critic really going rampant. The idea of just going, oh, I just won't worry about it today. Today is not the day to get into this and just to step away from it. I mean, that I can't imagine it. <laughs> Well, one of your friends, one of Sarah's bridesmaids actually said to me when I was telling her for your wedding, she said, you know, some days you just have to get dressed and put on clothes that your body wants to wear that day rather than what your mind wants to wear. And I remember being in my kitchen holding this cup of green tea like, what? <laughs> That's amazing. That's so simple. Just put on what your body wants to wear that day, yeah. not what your mind wants to wear. And it makes that whole process a lot easier. But confidence levels do increase with 60% thanks to our friends and family. I love that. I love that. I, yeah. I need my friends. I need Sarah. You're a big believer in give a compliment though, aren't you? And 60% of people say they felt good after hearing a positive gesture. I don't know why we're not all telling each other how good we look. Do you know what I mean? And maybe it's because we can't tell ourselves. We don't feel like we can tell Mm. somebody Mm -hmm. else maybe often especially amongst women there's always that competitive aspect we're very much raised to believe that we're we're all in competition with each other because if if there's only one way to be beautiful we must be fighting for it we must have to make sure we are the most beautiful so that's uh, that's definitely a mindset that it's tricky to get out of and the idea that you know someone else being beautiful doesn't make you less beautiful there is actually room for us all because beauty is not a finite resource it is endless I value compliments that are about who I am a heck of a lot more than about how I look because I really I don't need to be hyper focused on how I look you know at any point in the day and it's a very natural thing you know it's an easier thing to compliment how someone looks or what they're wearing or their style Um, and it's nice but I think we need to be doing both and especially in young people especially in young girls Mm. we need to be complimenting them on who they are their characteristics Mm. what they bring to the world how how they make you feel like those are my favorite if someone says to me your presence has made me feel better about so and so and so and so. I'll hold on to that. I will hold on to that forever, way more than you're gorgeous. And kids do, you know, kids do hang on to those things and they really remember them. There's that amazing sort of phrase, little girls get told they look beautiful, little boys get asked what do you want to be when you grow up? And it's so important to change that conversation Mm. with with young girls because we're all conditioned to do it. We're all conditioned to go, oh, you look so pretty. Oh, do you like your dress, your hair, da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. And there is a place for it, but my God, there's so much work's got to be done to go, wow you were really funny wow you really climbed up that really quickly do you know what I mean or even just with friends like even when you go to someone's house or you go on a night out instead of going oh I really like your dress you could be like oh my god that joke was so funny and actually pull them up on something that they've created that isn't anything to do with their appearance yes and I think we've got to learn as well to take a compliment because Mm. I think you know people really struggle with that especially if we're very British we don't know what to do do you know what I mean if somebody like how many times do you go oh I I love your top and they go Oh no, it's really old. No, I wouldn't. Primark, four pounds. I wouldn't even put the bins out in it. It was in the sale. Do you know what I mean? And it's really, I think we've got to retrain ourselves to just take 
the compliment, you know, and just say, I always say, before you say all of that, you can still say it was from Primark, you can still say it was in the sale, but just say thank you. Thanks, babe. Thanks, thank you. Like, I've seen, because nobody wants to be rejected mm. in that way as well, do they, you know? You know what's wild is that I, <laughs> I spend so much time now around kind of fellow body positive people that our reactions are just wildly different like I will say to my friend you look smoking today and she'll be like I know <laughs> like yes and I lo- and we just completely cheer each other but on but we are conditioned to think that that's arrogant yes. aren't we that we're not allowed you're not allowed mm-hmm. to agree don't say you look great absolutely don't, you know and there's that whole trope as well of um, girls are beautiful because they don't know it you know it's in it's in songs it's in freaking One Direction songs she's so beautiful but she doesn't know it no yeah. you should know it yeah amen. you should, you know, should it. know it you should be telling her One Direction <laughs> telling her so she's says it back to you <laughs> but we are that's a bit that's a big thing I would genuinely feel really uncomfortable to go yeah thanks I know I couldn't do it and it's so weird isn't it because it's it's the point about what you said Megan that it, it means that it makes somebody else feel small mm. do you know what I mean I've got to stay small and I've got to stay humble because that's the only way that you know that that's not going to trigger you yeah. or that's not going to upset you and how you feel mm-hmm. yeah Megan we always ask Every guest who comes on Wobble, what makes you wobble? I would say the thing that probably makes me wobble the most (laughs) is when I accidentally step on my dog (laughs) and I can't explain to her that I didn't mean it. (laughs) And that's the most heartbreaking thing because I just wish she would know that I would never try and hurt her. And then literally I cry every time. I cry every time. I think she will know. I think she will know. Deep down, I think she'll see. She'll be like, Megan's upset. Something's happened. (laughs) And I shall just lick her. I hope so. I love her. What so dog much. have you got? I have two. I have a Cocker Spaniel and I have a Can Terrier and I love when people ask me about them. <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> they are called Bella and Topsy. Bella and Topsy. And they and it will have, it's the yelp, isn't yes. it? You know when you tread on when you, you tread on a dog's tail and you're right and they look at you like, what? Why would you why do would this you, to me? Why would you step on me? I'm just here. And it's yeah, you can't apologize enough. Oh, I'm, gone. Then, I'm gone. I'm <laughs> gone. <laughs> Megan, I feel like that's one of the best answers. It is the best answer. Had. What makes you wobble? Treading on my dog and not being able to apologize it's been such a pleasure thank you so much if people want to find you megan where should they where should they look uh they should just type in body posy panda to absolutely all of their social media perfect you've been an incredible guest thank, thank you, you so very much. much thank you thank you there's so much in that interview isn't oh my there? gosh there's i mean i've heard it at least three times and every time i hear it something new jumps out which i know we say a lot on wobble but yeah. for some reason She's just so insightful. She's got so much experience. That's what I love. She's got so much personal experience of not being body confident to getting there. And it's very easy when you see people who are very positive about their bodies and who do really embrace that sort of uh, space. It's very easy to look at them and go, they've always been like that. It's, It's been easy for them. They don't understand what it's really like. And Megan does understand. And that for me is the most amazing thing. I loved the analogy of turning the ship. Yes. That was something that really stood out to me. And even chatting to her, just watching how she realized that, oh, I don't always have to feel like this. And that moment, the click of the goal weights and going, yes, but I still don't feel right. Yeah. And there's something still not right. I loved taking photos of yourself on your phone. You don't have to keep them on your phone. You just have to delete them, but get used to how you look in pictures. I think that is the most incredible take home um, nugget of information that really is staying with me. Yeah. I think I think it's gorgeous. I really loved what she said about her appearance being the least interesting thing. 
about her. I loved saying that because I think that for me, for years and years and years, I've always fixated on what's wrong with my body yeah. and how am I going to change it. So to actually step back and go, oh, do you know what? I'm just not going to think about my body. I'm going to think about what I'm doing or who I'm with or endless, countless things that don't involve what you look like. To take a step back and be able to do that, I mean, that's completely brand new to me. And I think there was something really lovely when she said about complimenting somebody. It doesn't have to be about what they look like, which is a natural thing for me to lean to. Like, oh my God, love your dress, babes. Love your hair, yeah, babes. Like, that's yeah. just something that I would do. But she really points out that a compliment can be about what somebody's achieved, yeah. what somebody's done. Like, yeah. some something a bit deeper and richer than just an appearance. Yeah. And that it really rang home with me. I thought it was incredible advice. Yeah, just amazing. Thank you so much to Megan for coming on Wobble. What yes. an absolute treat to have her. And thank you to the gorgeous people at Boots UK. This was recorded at the Boots Feel Good Sessions. Thank you so much to them for having us. This has been a Wobble Summer Special and we will see you next time for another Wobble Summer Special. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.